Hi, it's Nancy Yarell, and welcome to Nancy's Psychic View on the High Road to Humanity. And I have a wonderful lady here today. Daniela Booman is here today, and she's going to talk to us, you guys, about the dolphins. She actually channels the dolphins, and welcome to the High Road. Thank you so much, Nancy. It's such a pleasure to be here with you today. I'm excited you're here. I have never had anybody. I did have, I take that back. I did have a lady on many years ago. I've been doing the show, gosh, seven years now. Can you believe it? And wow. I had her on and she lived in Hawaii and she talked about the dolphins, but that's been many years ago. Um, but this book, I have to tell you guys, is amazing because this is all channeled information from the dolphins for humanity. And um, we're going to get into it today. I have lots of questions and uh, just there's such good information that you guys are going to get from this today. So I'm just so glad you're here, Daniela. You guys, really quickly, before we get into it, I want to talk about the border. I feel so strongly about this. Um, here's a headline I pulled up. Border Patrol catches 40 illegal migrants stuffed into several vehicles. This is about a few hours ago. And um, there were 11 men that could be sent be seen lying down and stuffed into the back of a white colored pickup truck. This stuff is just going on and on. And people, this is dangerous. Here's what I want to say. You know, I understand people want to migrate and want to come to the country. I get that. But, you know, you got to do it in the right way. If I wanted to move to Scotland, they sure wouldn't let me just walk in. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I yes. felt it actually. <laughs> So I just want to say this, and it's not fair to Texas and Texas border standoff with the feds continues despite U.S. Supreme Court order. And I pulled this offline. Um, this does come from uh, the Military Times and the Texas Tribune. And they say the Texas National Guard and state troopers are still rolling out uh, concerted wire and preventing border patrol agents from accessing most of Shelby Park. So they're standing their ground, you guys. Uh, it's a 47-acre Eagle Pass Park that sits on the bank of the Rio Grande, where thousands of migrants have crossed. And I've mentioned this before. I've lived in Texas and New Mexico. And the Rio Grande can be dangerous to cross, especially this time of year. These Continue, those continued efforts uh, come despite the U.S. Supreme Court earlier this week vacating a lower court's decision that prevented Border Patrol agents from cutting the state's wire to apprehend people who already crossed the river. And, you know, I just want to say one thing. Everybody just needs to get out there and vote because that's the only way this is going to come to a stop. And I'll leave it at that. Would you like to say anything, Daniela? Well, I think um, if we want change, we have to add our um, perception to the mix. Correct. So, you know, whichever way anyone is going to vote, put, vote. Because uh, vote. If you don't, if you don't speak up, you, you won't be heard. And Yeah, and that's it. Use your voice. We all have a voice and we're here to, you know, use it. use it. You know, let me tell you a little bit about Daniela. She is a Swiss native. She's based in California. She is a corporate consultant. She's an international teacher. She's a transformational speaker and she's a life coach and an evolutionary conscious guide. Her insights and teachings um, open the pathways for change. So she's helping individuals tap into their spiritual potential and fostering great a greater unity on earth. And that's what this is about. This is really about um, connection. And I just want to ask the question right off the bat. Tell us your story. How did you, what happened that you became connected with the dolphins? What happened? Well, you know, it, it's just um, amazing how everything in life connects 
with everything else, you know, mm -hmm. from the time we're born to wherever we're at now, right? So it's my whole life has prepared me and, and for for this journey, really, that I've been on. And for all of us, it's important that when life happens to us, to not push against it, but to go with it and to realize that life is happening for us, not against us. Even though at the moment it feels like maybe happening against us because it's all in the process of evolution of bringing about and transforming and bubbling up that water like a fountain coming yeah, up yeah. and out that wisdom and insight that then ripples out to everyone else but um the way i started to channel um, the dolphins was um i think my prior book prepared me for that because i went through a stage of traveling back and forth to europe being very involved in my parents aging process yeah. i um took care of them i started to build a coaching and speaking practice in switzerland and in the United States. And because of it, I started to wear down my reserves, even though an energizer bunny, I realized when I was preparing for a keynote and suddenly couldn't move my hands and my legs felt like molasses. Wow. Scared the living daylight out of me. I realized some things had to change. Mm. Now, with that said, if it wasn't for a lot of mindfulness habits I had already integrated, I couldn't have even done, you know, what I've done to that extent. Now, I, that basically birthed the book High Performance Without Pain, a seven, which is all about the flow state, a previous version of the dolphin's wisdom. And it's a seven-step blueprint to reclaim your vibrant life and get into a flow state. Yeah. And I want to stop you a second. You know, it's yeah. really interesting. Uh, God, the divine spirit, whatever you want to say, always sends me the people that I need and the audience needs uh, in order. It's quite interesting. And I just decided this week, you know, I've been doing two or three shows a week and it's burning me out because I'm so psychic that I read all these books and I connect with all, all of you people who are also intuitive. And even though it's on Zoom, it doesn't matter that energy I'm depleting my energy so I've had to so I'm gonna just mention that I've cut I'm cutting it down to one a Good week for you because I have to save my energy and that's exactly what you're talking about and yes. that's what happened to you isn't it yes yes thank yes. you gosh how yeah. weird is that because I just yeah. realized that I mean it was like something hit me on the head and it was like what are you doing I think they may what? have been working with you already before we got on the call <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm yeah, serious, every step, every step it, it's really it's really perfect every step is really part of the show yes. you know even though we end up falling in love with our plans and believe me I like to check mark things off and get stuff done so yeah. I know. however the plan oftentimes is what's happening it's what's happening. And the more we're able to blend that consciousness with our human being plan, the easier it will flow. So you slowed down and you started to take better care of yourself. And is, yes. that, is that when you connected with these guys? When you so, so what happened was I had already had mindfulness habits. I've worked with presence a lot. I've worked with exploring consciousness, spirituality, all of that. I've done that from a very early age on, from like 14 on that I remember. 
So then I started to, within my coaching practice, I started to see that some of these principles in the, the seven habits in the book, how important they were. The first principle is presence, reduce anxiety, pain, and chaos. And then the second principle goes into judgment awareness. The reason why I'm talking about this, because it directly relates to the dolphin's wisdom. So this was all a preparation because I realized when I was working with executives with, with high level jobs, but folks from every walk that I was successful in my work with them, but not until I introduced principles that shifted their consciousness right exactly yeah. and it was just habits it yeah. was just yeah. habits otherwise but if you don't have the consciousness wrapped around those habits you don't have a container you don't have a vessel so i started to really coach with coach my clients through those seven habits or those seven virtues and then after I did that, I did a book, the, the High Performance Without Pain book, the planner, I ended up doing the workbook because I realized people need a workbook. Then I realized they need a planner. Again, it's about it's about integration. So I went for I did I went through a little break and then I felt another phase of exhaustion because I had a lot of nerve pain on and off that when I initially prepared for my keynote, I had all this nerve pain and my fingers and legs just wouldn't do what it was supposed to do. And so, you know, there I was able to deepen, this goes a lot with going what the dolphins are talking about. I was able to deepen my presence practice my moment to moment sensory perceptive awareness which is also what you're talking about nancy mm -hmm. the moment is so rich if you're not tracking the the past or the future if you're not tracking it all, all constantly into the middle of it is so well, yeah. rich. well yeah and let me just interject here because when you do track it you're just reliving it and the energy is just refocusing all over again people don't Correct. realize that because you that's why it's so important to be in the present moment I am a dreamer. I, I love to, and let me just say this, you know, I'm a visionary and I know a lot of people are, and I like to visualize, but it's, there's a balance because you, you, you can get stuck in the visualization and not be here on the earth. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. So back mm -hmm. to your question, um, yeah. that's, I, I love, I love how you um, summarized that, Nancy. But uh, back to you, back to your question. So I was going through a phase where I, I very much uh, my whole life practiced energy management because of some of those reasons. Mm -hmm. And the high performance without pain book is all about energy management, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, mindful tasking, etc. Okay. But I went through this phase where I was just exhausted and there was no gap in between. Uh, and I could no longer manage it. I really felt like I had reached my breaking point because nerve pain is very debilitating. Um, and I'm very sensitive to um, drugs. So I can't take a lot of drugs. Right. Um, you know, to, to help myself in that way. You're an so, empath? Yes. Yes, me too. Okay. I get you. I can't either. Yes. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm very, I, you know, I have a joke with this. I have a very good sense of humor. <laughs> okay. This joke with my with my doctor and you know it's basically goes like I make a horrible drug addict you know <laughs> right okay you know because I can't I 
you know, I take you fall asleep, right? <laughs> then it's already my body goes, you crazy. You so but I went through this phase of um just really a lot of debilitating debilitating pain. And um, it affected me on every level. And I remember sitting on the couch and suddenly I felt myself slipping into the water. And I literally slipped, not into a meditative state, not into a higher dimensional place. I slipped to the other side. And there literally I felt like I was picked up by the dolphin consciousness. And that's where they took me and continued to take me through this visual journey that was very, very intense, very intense. Um, the first uh, part of the book talks about that. It's written in, in a poem form. And um, it just was exactly how I always imagined it to be when you slip to the other side. Um, coming back was a bit challenging <laughs> because suddenly many of the filters that I had before were gone. And so I came back into the body and there I was. And so I had to readapt and integrate many of, of the new understandings and teachings as I was living in the human vehicle. Um, so you know, after about a year's time, I started to um, get better at it because it it was inducing such a state where as soon as I would think about them, or I would slip to the other side. Oh wow! Well, I'll try to live that way. It's you know. So now I've integrated it much more. You know, being able to live in both dimensions um so it's that's a big part of helping the human vehicle you know for the listener grow and move to the ascension move through the ascension process as our nervous system is recalibrating and the body is recalibrating yeah. it is recalibrating i know i have lots of questions for you <laughs> Let me just say, you guys, so you get this, she go, the, this is all channeled what the dolphins say. And, you know, I love how you say they're the angels of the sea. And also I want to mention, you know, how you, how they talk about, and you talk about in the book, how we come from water because we are 70% water. So I think that's, you know, needs to be mentioned. You know, you talk about the evolution of humanity. They say, mm -hmm. Communication in itself is much more than just words being spoken. Interwoven communication is an energetic alignment, a perception, play and sensing, a frequency expanding beyond our words. And let's talk about the frequency because that's how you were able to communicate with them. You communicated what? Telepathically with them, I would imagine. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you yeah. want to expand upon any of that or? Sure. Sure. So uh, basically I've always been um, a very sensory perceptive being. So, you know, being able to sense things or looking at the trees and looking at the colors and I'm taken in by those colors. I mean, I've become part of these colors. And so and right. that's a lovely gift, but it can also be challenging at times. However, Working with the dolphins, it was very helpful because they do talk a lot about the sensory perceptiveness and how a humanity needs to soften and open the sensory perceptiveness up so you can see past what's in front of you. 
right? Mm -hmm. So in the way that I ended up communicating or they ended up communicating with me really is where I would just, I guess, became a hollow bone, like the natives would put it. And they, their energy mm -hmm. is very loving. It is very joyful, but it is also very directive. And their their dynamos, their their energy, just you know, just like you see them in the water, their their dynamos. So they're literally just kind of swooped in, and you know, then it could be three hours later. So they're here to help humanity. They're help here to help us evolve. They know that we're changing. They know the frequencies are changing. And let's uh, let's flip around a little bit. You do talk about the animal kingdom. And I want to talk about that. How do the animals, like, they know right now, obviously the dolphins know, because they talk all about it in this book, all about the ascension, all about us waking up, the frequency, our DNA changing, all of it. How is this affecting the animals? Can you talk about that? Sure. So the animals, I mean, mother, mother nature is very much a part of this book. As much as the dolphins talk about it, they, you know, they, and they embody uh, mother nature just, just as much and her tremendous part in this transformation. And of course we live on, on planet earth, on mother nature. Um, and so do the, so does the animal kingdom. And so they definitely also go through their own evolution in terms of their consciousness, but even their physical evolution, you know, cats, faces, or structures with time is probably going to change. And so will dogs, if we look at our and our animal companions that many folks have. So they go through it just as we are. And of course, in many ways, they also support us in our process. Yeah. But they've, of course, by what humanity in, 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 ignorant, in ignorance has done to um, Mother Earth, of course, that has also greatly affected the ecosystem and the cycles and of course, the directions of how the, the the birds are flying and the seasons, and it has affected all of that. So, you know, so the they talk a lot about the ecosystem. So, looking at humanity, and if you look at the animal kingdom and how their patterns have been disrupted, right? Mm -hmm. Their directional patterns have been disrupted, right? And ours. And of course, in some ways, it is an order that is what has to happen because pattern, you know, pattern won't change if you don't change it, you know, or do your they, life won't change unless your patterns change. Right. Do they talk about a time where the animal, I hate zoos. I can't go to the zoo anymore. It's really interesting. I can't go. I went the last time with a friend of mine. She had a little, little one. I said, oh, I'll go, you know. It was yeah. the most horrible experience. I just wanted to let them all go. I couldn't understand why we were doing this. They looked miserable. And I'm so intuitive that I picked up on all of it and I had to get out of there. But so my question to you is, did they talk about that as we evolve? I'm hoping I would imagine that they will be free again and we won't have this type of circus and zoos. I, I do think they, you know, yes, they do. And, you know, because it's all about the freedom and the liberation of this old paradigm as it's breaking open, as it's combusting, right? right? And so, of course, a lot of that has to come to consciousness. I haven't gone to Susan forever on end because I hate anything caged. 
Mm -hmm. I, I'm a big promoter of, of freedom, freedom for everyone, not me just too. me. I mean, I, yeah. I ex try to extend it for everyone. Absolutely. Um, and so um, that's, again, going part to the ecosystem, that starting to create a different internal ecosystem that is in equilibrium. That is starts to be in equilibrium in unity aligned with the principles of love, the power right. of love, right. love of power, creating that ecosystem, that internal environment that starts to flourish. So when you we're talking, you and I are talking, you know, with our audience are talking and there suddenly becomes apparent a different level of sensitivity. Mm hmm. I like what you said, the give out love and not the power of love, you know, people trying to use it for it's, it's, it's the answer. It truly is the answer. Our frequency of love is the uh, highest frequency. I want to talk about color. I talk about color on the show all the time. I meditate. I bring in the colors all the time. I believe they're healing when I bring in all the different colors of the rainbow. But what they say is each color carries a different quality and awareness frequency unique to your own evolution and wow I was like right on I've always felt that um how do they use color do they talk more about you know, I didn't get to read the whole thing so that's why I'm asking that's all right that's it's a lot to read it's a lot <laughs> a lot it's a lot it's got a lot of depth so yes color very much I think anyone that carries um, the energy of a light worker, meaning somebody that holds, that is responsible or has taken on that, that charge of elevating uh, consciousness, um, it becomes much more aware of the effects the color has because everything vibrates. It goes back to everything in the universe vibrates. Everything is energy. Movement right. is not just what you do. It's who you are. And what you are is a vibrational frequency. It all vibrates one yeah. way or another way. Some people spiral. Other people spiral down. Others go to the left, to the right. It And hence, color is the same way. If you look at a plant right now, I have a beautiful green little plant here on my office desk. If you look behind it, it's got an energy behind it. So, of course, for folks that are not familiar with, with that, um, it helps them perhaps understand that a little bit more. But color is tremendously important. You know, whether like today I'm wearing the gray, it's rather cold in California today, but I have the hot pink underneath it, right? right. So color is really all about how it can help us how it can help you evolve into those next phases. Have you ever had a phase where you're wearing a lot of red and then yeah, suddenly yeah. you're like, no, I'm done. It's no more red. Yeah. I wear a lot of black because I'm always trying to protect my light, I think. <laughs> and I've done that for years. I didn't know why I did it for a long time. Um, you know, I want to talk about we're upgrading our DNA. You know, we're changing. And so what did they say about this? Because um, I was concerned that people who took the jab were maybe that DNA was being affected. I don't want to get into it too much on the show because I have to watch what I say. But I'm just wondering, what do they say about the DNA and that all changing? Yes, the DNA, there's a, there's a fight for our DNA. Okay. There's a fight. 
So there is a fight of the DNA, and the more you evolve your own, own consciousness on a personal and um, spiritual, professional level, the more you're going to be able to become the master of your energy. Again, mm -hmm. energy management. We are all energy. Every color has a vibration. Every plant has a vibration. Every animal has a vibration. So the more we end up becoming the masters of our own energy, the less our DNA can be up for grasp and for manipulation. Because a lot of these things have been programmed even ahead of time. Um, you know, that's why some people live in the United States and other people have this affiliation and other people have that affiliation. But for the dolphin consciousness, it's not about any affiliations. It's about the unity, vibration and frequency. So it can go back to a state of equanimity, of equilibrium, of equality for all of us mm -hmm. to become more the masters of our own being so this relates directly to your question with the dna so all are upgrading to whatever extent they are able to allow the upgrade to happen within themselves because this upgrade requires a lot of like what i went through right after was so much of what I knew no longer applied. It just no longer applied. It was just, it was a wash in many well, yeah. ways. Yeah. And let me interject here. I think I just want to say a couple of things for the audience, because I know as people are waking up and they're starting to see things that they didn't see before, you become more aware, the veil is lifted and you start to see the truth. Another thing I want to bring up really quickly that um, is the pains in our body. I have experienced pains through my body. I want to say this in case I know there's other people out there that are experiencing this too, because as we upgrade, we are energetic. We are made up of energy. And so it's, it's painful. And so do you want to talk, do they say anything about that or how? Yeah, there, there is a whole um, chapter um, in the book. Um, Maybe you can look it up while I'm talking and I can oh, go ahead. open it up real quick um, about the, the the new pattern. Um, Restructuring a new energy frequency? It, I, yes. What page is that? 215. I turned right to it. I like the dolphins. It, I kept opening the book up yesterday, you guys, and it would be like the most profound thing. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> This is the cool. It's cool. You guys, it's really cool. Yes. Actually, you know what? Look, I have a tag in there, actually. How too. funny. How funny. Do you want to read Do you want to read a little of that? Well, yes. I think that may be a good idea. So okay. um, I want to give a little credit to my lovely friend and artist, John Webster, who did a fantastic job. And the dolphins were very happy with him because anyone I work with, I allow them. I want to really bring them up by letting them do what they do best. Let them do their gift. Let them be in their flow with some direction, right. you know, <laughs> but um Anyway, so, you know, a lot of the drawings are just so much fun. That's cute. Okay. That's cute. Yeah. So restructuring a new energy frequency, increased multisensory sensitivity and perception for the galactic human. The new energy frequency that has made itself buoyant upon your earth is like no other, shuffling quickly through the ethers and only available but unmistakably felt 
by all affected in different ways to those with the committed ability with the commitment and ability to hold and ground it channel it and funnel it through their human vehicle and existence this is all part of your reconnection process and becoming more in tune and tuning to earth's frequency upon which you are building your life and living structures. Some of you have become increasingly sensitized, but also sensitive to what is known as the Schumann's resonances, which are the measure and capture of the global electromagnetic resonances generated and excited by the lightning discharges in this Earth's cavity formed by the Earth's surface and ion sphere. Your water also has a structure which is changing and upon which much intelligence is funneled through to you now. This kind of new and intergalactic human will have had to have done work on all the levels, including their personality, interconnected and interwoven relatability and not only their spirituality perhaps at times bypassed by some of you trying to get there but avoiding the true development of a well-rounded human oh i love that man <laughs> that's true though that's true no shortcuts man no shortcuts <laughs> yes so it it's so this whole this whole chapter talks a lot about that. Um, well, they also talk about ego. I just bring that up too really quickly yes. because it kind of goes hand in hand. You know, people have to let go of the ego. I mean, we have to have an ego. This is what I think, and I'll, I'll let you say what you believe the dolphins have want us to know. But I think you have to have a little bit to do what we do, just to live here, just to be here. You have to have a little bit. Otherwise, you couldn't function. What do you think? Yes. I mean, we all have an ego. That's just yeah. part of our, that's part yeah. of, of, of being a human being. It's just self-mastery is about being in charge of the different aspects of your human beingness, but recognizing that you are having, that you are a spirit having a human experience. Mm -hmm. And Part of the mastery is about being able to tap into, into that other component and successfully integrating that and living it on planet Earth. Living it is the key. Yes. There's a lot of people that I have met over the years doing these interviews that speak it but don't live it. And yes. I think that's what the dolphins are really talking about. Um, and, and I also want to talk about um, a new earth. They do talk about a new earth and what it's going to be like. This really intrigued me. So I just want to know a little more. I wrote this down. Um, they said star seated communications um, broad and interject interjected and the vibrations of rainbow colors has the capacity to cross and span multiple dimensions simultaneously. Now, they say we come from star seeds I, or from stardust. I've always felt like we came from stars. So is that correct? Is yes. that what the dolphins say? Yeah, because I, yes. I believe I used to be a star. And yes. I know, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. So expand upon this so the audience doesn't think I'm crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yes, and this this goes back to you know you know I think there's a um is it in the scriptures from dust to um. I don't know quite this the saying, but um, there's 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 a saying from dust to dust, or you know, like yeah, 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 yeah. right. And so this relates back to that. You know, we're not just a human being in the flesh, and then we're we're done. Yeah, we're there again. This vibrational frequency, it is a resonance. Hence, going back to the Schumann's resonance. You know, it, it it's all. It, one of the first things that they were sharing with me, the reason why this book was so important for this time, because it had to do with the interconnected, interwoven communication and interrelated, those three words, they kept on repeating over and over, communication, interconnected, interwoven, and interrelated communication with the whole. Mm -hmm. And that we are just popped in like this. We are star seeds. I love it. It's awesome. It's so awesome. <laughs> you know, and when you start to, and then it changes how you think about things. This book will really help a lot of people. And I feel that one thing that's really going to help people is to see the truth and not be so fearful about what's going on around them. You know, People, um, as they wake up, I think, and are more centered, they start to be more connected to the earth and to the divine, to God, and then they're not so much afraid anymore. Um, yeah. The fear is gone. What do you, that's what I think. What do you think? Yes. Yes. This, this book really is written in such a way where um, no matter from which walk you come, this is not a religious book. It's, right. it's spiritual book but right. no matter from which walk you come it will work with you it is a book it's not a book that you read from the beginning to the end you read pages and then you kind of marinate in that you kind of marinate and you let it sit and then what happens is it sort of starts to embalm you and as it embalms you, it helps the frequency of the words in the, that are embedded in the words start to shift your perception just a little where you feel uplifted or you feel like, oh, wow, I never thought of it that way or, right? Right. So um, I think their, their words um, have frequency that's helping our frequency when we read the book. Yes. Correct? Mm -hmm. That's what I got from it when yes. I started to read it. I was like, oh, they're helping us with their words to shift because words have power and words have frequency. Like um, the way they had me write it was through this descriptive way of writing, which is um, mm -hmm. which is very uh, poetic. It has this flow. It has mm -hmm. this flow to it. Mm -hmm. And I've heard that from many folks that have read uh, enough in the book. They said, wow, we can really feel the flow. Like mm -hmm. yesterday I was talking to uh, my hairdresser and he ran back to his car and he grabbed the book and he's like, I want to tell you this part, um, you know, really resonated with me. And when I read it, I just get goosebumps. I just feel like it. it <laughs> me. Yeah. And, and I, that was their intention. That was their intention. And he was yeah. all, I, I was looking yeah. at because oh, I, no. Honestly, I mean, I'm not to interrupt your thought there, but, but Daniela, when I picked it up and I interview a lot and I picked it up and I love dolphins. So I was really excited and I was just pleasantly surprised. 
by the information. It was like, wow, this is cool. And I couldn't wait. I mean, I marked a lot of stuff in your book. I just couldn't wait to read more. Um, I want to talk a little bit, two things about the frequency of the water, about our drinking water, and also about becoming our full light body. Um, I, when I read in here about the water, it's so sad and it scares me. I almost feel like our water has been polluted on purpose. I do. And I want yes. you to talk about this because, yes. and people have realized it because there's so many people who are, you know, purifying their water. You know, when I first yes. moved to where I am at right now, the first thing I asked was, how's the water? Because we are made of water. So talk about this. Well, it's the easiest way to control humanity is through the water. As you're drinking water. <laughs> I know I had to take because it. because the majority <laughs> I didn't plan that. <laughs> you planned it, Nancy. You planned it. You had it all timed. Oh God, no, I didn't. Um, but that is really the the easiest way to pollute the human's consciousness and disrupt and scatter her and his ability to think as an independent global thinker, and then perhaps expand their horizon into more of a uh, galactic human, realizing it is, oh, we are global, we're global citizens, we're galactic citizens, not just part of the earth or one country, right? But uh, like you just said, there is uh, many people have caught on to that a long time ago. Have they been quite been able to tap into what? Why? Yeah, why? What What did the dolphins say the reason is to control? Yes. The population? Yes. That's the easiest way to control the population is through the water. Because and the fluoride. Water would, oh, putting, yes. Putting the fluoride. You know, I won't. I won't not to interrupt that thought of yours, but I won't um, use the toothpaste with the fluoride anymore because yes. I'm a psychic and I'm an intuitive and I know better. And right. that's the way to dumb us down. Well, when, when we, when we do that, they can disrupt our, so the dolphins talk a lot about the sensory perceptiveness, right? Okay. So part of this cha challenges I ended up dealing with, I became even more sensitive, right. which, which now I continue to integrate and integrate. And they're like, oh, this is awesome. Isn't it amazing how bright the colors are and this? And I'm trying to tell them, yeah, guys, but I live here. <laughs> you don't. You know? yeah. But the point being that sensory perceptiveness, when you start to have that, you start to even increasingly see what's so and what's not so, what's right, what's not right. Your level of evolution of consciousness of, it's a different kind of intelligence. Mm -hmm. and it but it won't be able to get messed with nearly as much when you are acutely aware right and right. so of course most of us unfortunately we do drink dirty water or not the best quality of water so it, it affects they can they can affect all of humanity you know, there's a lot that they did with fires by holding back water in Australia some time back ago, right? Hawaii too. Exactly. So, so the water it really is a very, very big component. I am hoping and praying that good water will become increasingly less expensive because if you want to buy good bottled water, it is very expensive. 
right. You know, it's still turned into a business. Do they uh, have a positive outlook? I feel that people will wake up. I believe the good will win. I believe the light will shine, you know, and what do they say? What is your feeling when you are holding the book and the few pages that you've read? What is your feeling? I'll, I'll still answer, but what is your sense? I feel that they have a lot of hope for us and that they know we're going to make it and they're doing everything they can to help us. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what they're doing. That's they're doing everything to help us now. Like you, like I just what I've read or what you've yeah, shared. I got, a, I got like pulpit. I got, oh my gosh. Yeah, I got a I got uh right in my heart. When I hold this book, I got like palpitations in my heart. They're really all about the heart, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, which 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 thought. made it challenging writing the book because you know I couldn't stop through the channeling. I did have to write <laughs> because they're they are completely open. So um, but they are not so am I right? What's that? <laughs> Am I right? Are we gonna? Would, do they feel that way? Like I yes. think, yes. They're, yes, they are not denying the reality of what is happening currently. That is not what they're doing. Right. That's not what they're doing. What they are saying, though, is our path to transform that is we have to move deeper into the depth of our feelings, of our spiritual heart. Mm -hmm. We have to allow that that to open, and then not just open. That's not sufficient. You have to be able to integrate and take the steps walking the spiritual path with human feet, with practical feet, integrating that. And as we do, so hence they're doing everything with the book to help us, to help us on that journey, which is which is kind of like why each in quotation chapter is its own discourse and why they don't want anyone to read to rush through it because yeah yeah I like how it's written it's really written differently I've never seen anything like this it's all to the left it's all left justified throughout the entire book well I'm going to say something to you and it's just and the audience knows this but I really believe that the answer is connecting with the divine and connecting with the earth and that's what brings about balance and peace and when all the craziness goes on you become an observer and not a participant. And to me, that's like huge. If I could get everyone to just connect to the earth and connect to the divine, to God, you know, into the, you know, to the animals for goodness sakes, yeah. you know, but it's really connecting to that vibration. It's the vibration of love. We're going back to the same thing, to yes. the heart, to love, right? Yes. Okay. So this under this understanding, you don't mind me just adding to that, no. um, is about being able to transform and to transcend through the heart. This is not to be understood, hence the preface at the very beginning of the book. This is not to be understood to be compared with everyone else's take yeah. on, on ascension. This is about you have to drop, you have the willingness to drop into your heart. And allow that to connect with the other components of your infinite intelligence in order to open the pathway. And if you're staying in the intellectual knowledge because you are too afraid and attached to those 
wisdoms perhaps that you've been taught by other people, you're not going to capture it. It will right. be captured in the power of the now, in that moment. Right. We got to get rid of the old programming. We have to get back into the, I just want to say this really quickly. It's like when you go out and you got a neighbor that you don't like, but when you change and you're in your, and you change into a more of a love vibration, when you go outside and you see the neighbor you don't like, you actually say hello and you're in a different frequency. And when they see you're in a different frequency, then it changes them too. And I think that's what you're talking about. Yes, beautifully said. The book is all about community building. It's all yeah. about like when I walk out the door, I will check on my elderly friend downstairs that's 92. And sometimes she calls me at 10 o'clock at night. And, <laughs> and, you know, I'll talk. Sometimes I try to power walk. I stop three times because different neighbors are talking. It, it's about community building. It's about looking. It, it really is. Looking out for each other. Yeah, it really is just in many ways, as it says in the Bible. It's not about preaching about the Bible, but it's but you know you are your brothers and you're you know you are your your oh. um, brother's keeper. Yeah, you know, and so it's not it's not that foreign. It's not it's not that foreign. Daniela Bowman, what a gift! Thank well, you. thank you, Nancy. What a gift! No, really, truly, truly, truly. You guys got to check this out. Um, I'm so pleased that you came on the show. I think I did write down your website. If you guys want to get in touch with her, it's vibrantlivingnow.org. Uh-huh. You can find her. Is there anything you want to leave us with before I do my little spiel? Well, um, I th if I would love to read Living in the Now just a little bit. Okay, go for it. Page 67. And the reason why is, like I said yesterday, talking to my hairdresser, he just okay. he ran into his car oh, okay. yeah. to get this. And then he starts to read because I said, well, which which part was it that really got you? Yeah, he, I don't remember. Them. And then he ran into his car and he came out. And so I just love to read a little bit of this. Go right ahead. Please do. Thank you. Living in the now. The dolphin consciousness has stayed the course and maintained being the way showers and assisted you to return to the water from which you came, an odyssey in the making. Correlating one droplet at a time as the density of the human body is capable and filled up with the vibration of light, oscillating and charging differently right inside and within your body system. It translates into your outward experience, missioned into action and interaction, increasingly with your soul kind. And you will continue to feel a disconnect, a falling apart of sorts, and a lessening ability to tolerate vibration with life as a whole that is too far off, your own coalescing into the waters of the earth through the pilgrim of now an interconnected and interwoven higher intelligence raising its surf. This is according to original intent and orchestration and how it should be, including every facet of your being and the way you nourish and feed yourself with life-giving and living food and water, charged with the correct amount of ions replenishing the energetics and sodium potassium electrolyte balance of your system. 
Well, that says a lot. That says a lot. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. Daniela, for coming on the show. You guys got to pick up this book, Gliding You Home, A Dolphin's Dream of a New Earth. And that's what it looks like. If you're watching me on YouTube, if you're listening to me on the podcast, you guys got to pick this up. Hey, uh, we're going to get out of here for today. But listen, I'm getting ready to go to L.A. And I'm going to talk about the angels and I'm going to talk about spiritual law and how to connect with your guardian angel. And I will be there at the New Life Expo 2024. You got to come and see me, uh, Miss Daniela. Uh, yeah, I'll be in LA. I'll be speaking on the 10th, uh, Saturday evening. And so come and see me. And then I will be in Florida, you guys in March. Uh, it's the 25th year of the new life expo. And I'll be there on March 16th and 17th. And I will be speaking again about the angels and connecting with your guardian angel, connecting with God and uh, spiritual law. So I just want to thank you again for coming on the show today, Daniela. Thank you so much, you guys. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having had me. Thank you, ma'am. All right, you guys, I want everyone to have a terrific weekend and God bless.